0: Two girls talking. You know what that means. It's time to talk. What's going on in the world? How about your business? How about your life? Let's talk it out. Two girls talking. Hi everyone, it's Anna. And I'm so excited to be back with you guys today. Ashley, unfortunately, could not be able to be with us, but that's okay. She will be back in two weeks and she sends her hellos and disappointments that she couldn't be with us, especially because she really, really wanted to talk today with our client, whom she knows, our client, our guest, Celeste Crutchfield, who is the owner of Kiskadee. Now, I'm gonna tell you guys a little bit of our backstory. Celeste and I have known each other for years for a very, very long time. We were um, neighbors and then we became really good friends. And we knew each other back when we were both newlyweds. And now we have kids in high school. And my gosh, that makes it sound so old, Celeste. We're old. (laughs) Right. And it's really interesting because our, our lives, you know, We're not in tan. I mean, we were completely different. You came from a military background. I'm a journalist. And then we became neighbors and friends and families. And, you know, we each had families. And now our lives, and we're still friends, but now our lives are kind of similar in that we're both entrepreneurs. We came into this business world. And I don't know about you, but I knew nothing about business. Ashley and I knew nothing about business when we started. Um, But welcome, Celeste. So excited to talk with you. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us a little bit about kiskadee
1: Well, as you know, um, military background, I was at home with my kids for eight years and decided that it was time for me to get back to work doing something. And I didn't want to go back into the national security field that I had left. So I started taking some classes. Um, Parsons School of Design has an online Fashion business certificate. So I started taking online classes just to try and wrap my head around that possibility. And long story short, I, uh, being friendly with the owners of a local boutique, started talking and they realized that that was my dream ev- eventually. And when they were ready to retire, they offered to sell me the business and I took them up on it. And uh, that's how I got Kiskity. So I bought an already functioning full business. Um, five years ago
0: were you or did they give you any kind or i mean did they help you in the beginning or because i know that when i started my business i just jumped in with both feet doing what i knew what to do mm-hmm. but i didn't like i said I, I, you know i didn't know anything about business which was a real kick in the butt honestly
1: This business was a a different, a little bit of a different beast. I had to basically buy the LLC, buy all the intellectual property for it. um, You're paying for goodwill. You're paying for the inventory that they already have, the fixtures and everything else that went into starting this uh, brick and mortar business. So I had to get a business loan. And having absolutely zero experience um, in the business, the, the bank required some some training on their part in to be written into the purchase agreement. So they did give me two months of on the job training, basically. Um, one of the owners went with me on all of the buying trips initially to show me how that aspect worked. And then the, uh, the other partner in the business, she was the one that ran all of the business side of things. So I sat with her for two months learning how to do some of the smaller bookkeeping functions. Um, Pricing things, inventory management, that kind of thing. So they were required in the purchase agreement to give me two months. Um, hindsight being twenty twenty, I that wasn't nearly enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they left me to be on my own. It was it was quite a
0: quite a shock. Did so running. This was always your dream, boutique. You, you know, like I said, I've known you for. I don't want to keep saying I've known you for years because that makes us sound ancient and we're not. But I knew that you always had. Um, a great love of, of fashion and, Mm -hmm. you know, all of those things. So this was like your dream and was it
1: a dream? Did you love it? Yes. Yes, definitely. I mean, I love, uh, I love fashion. I love that. that, that world, um, I'm not creative enough to be a designer, um, or a creator in that aspect. So I think that owning a boutique was probably the logical step for someone like me. Um, so yeah, it was, it was the way that I could reach that world that I loved um, realistically, really. Mm-hmm. But it's a little, your, your shop
0: is a little bit different and your dream kind of changed a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Why don't you
0: tell us about that?
1: Um, well, you know, when I signed my lease, it was a five-year lease. Um, it's kind of locked into that. So I knew I had to give it a go of five years. And Um, we started it and I took over the business and, you know, things progressed and it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a lot harder than I anticipated. And, um, I have a whole new respect now for anybody who owns a small business. Um, it's, it's tough. It's really, really tough. And, you know, part of me wish I had had a little bit more experience going into it, Mm -hmm. I certainly wish that I had had a business partner. Uh, they had each other, the previous owners, you know, you had one that would manage the floor and one that managed the business side of things. And I was doing both. And that was really hard. Um, it was hard to find a good manager to do the bit of running the floor. That was always a challenge for me. Um, so, you know, COVID happened and that really that really changed things. I mean, staffing got really, really tough. Um, supply chain issues, just, you know, everything you can imagine that could go wrong due to COVID with a retail business went wrong. And you're locked into a lease and you have to kind of just keep going and pressing forward. And that's what I did. So when uh, my lease was up and it was time to renew, I had to really think hard about what I wanted out of the business. And um, I just didn't want those stresses on my shoulders anymore. Right. Uh, I've got two teenage daughters and you are well aware of how tough that is and how much more attention and focus that that needs than there were when they were toddlers for sure. I mean, people don't tell you that when you're having children that the teenage years are actually the years you really need to spend more time with them and you have to be more focused and the stresses of the business were just pulling on me too much. So it's just, you know, a nice confluence of things that happened all at the same time. My lease was up. I was ready to be done for a little bit. Um, focus on my kids some more. And that's where I'm at now.
0: Was that a hard decision? I know that I've had these questions myself, you know, um, should I, should I stop? Should I, is this, is this worth it? Cause it, you give up a lot. If you're not an entrepreneur, you do not understand. And I certainly didn't understand when I started, you know, cause I, I again, I, we did not have business backgrounds. I did not understand what it really meant to be an entrepreneur and a small business owner. Um, I had worked crazy, crazy hours and missed a lot of things in my young kid's life when I was working full time as a journalist. I worked mm-hmm. nuts hours. And that was on me, okay? Um, but it was nothing like the stress I felt when I had to work those hours. And some of them weren't even long or crazy hours, but there was nothing like the stress I felt. When I started to open it, when I opened this business and began working and trying to make a living out of Mm -hmm. it, it's, you know, you're, you're right. I, I, I didn't know what that meant, how difficult, and I think you're courageous for making the choice that was right for you, but how difficult was that choice when you decided to close your brick and mortar store?
1: Oh, it was you know, it's definitely a difficult decision. Um, something that you've thought about and dreamed about for years and years and you put your heart and soul into for five years is what I had it for. And to decide to take a step back initially, it was really a difficult decision. Um, I toyed with the idea for months. We kind of had to make a decision legally for our landlords, you know, in the fall. So I had to kind of come to my own conclusion, but getting there was tough because, um, you know also part of you you feel like like you failed at something sure and that's a terrible feeling um but then you you look at it another way and it's like you know i could keep going if i wanted to
0: yeah Mm -hmm. it's
1: all about what you personally want it's you know for a moment there i felt like it was a difficult decision because i felt like a bit of a failure but in reality I mean, I just didn't, you have to want it. You have to want it really bad to be an entrepreneur and to be successful at it. And I just didn't want it anymore. I didn't want to put the, the time that it took. I didn't want to put the effort forth that it would take. I didn't want to, you know, I knew I needed more staff and I just didn't even feel like looking for more help. I just, when you sit down, you realize it's not what you want anymore. It becomes a pretty easy decision after that. You're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. And we were
0: talking about this, you know, before we hit record, you know, it's, and I think that, that for, for, for me, COVID had, a, COVID had a lot of impact on all of us in many different ways. Mm-hmm. But I do think that one of the things that COVID did for a majority of the people, in a good sense, was showing us our real priorities
1: Hmm.
0: And 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 you know, you have seen that we have all seen that in the Great Resignation. Yes. A majority of that hit women, but I will say this: that that has been a choice. Now we're in the middle of this, you know, inflation, and who knows if we're going to go into recession and market just hit a bull and you know or a bear. Blah blah blah. I get all of that um, right now, but what all of us have have done in the past two and a half years that we have been all been facing this pandemic is finding out that it is so important to really want to do and love what we do. Mm
1: -hmm. I think a lot of business owners, and I can think of some that I know personally in my head and I won't of course name names, but I think Mm -hmm. a lot of business owners that I know tend to keep pushing forward and going forward because they feel like they have to. Yes. Like it's it's a reputation thing or it's, what will people think of me, um, what, you know, they, they they wrap too much of their identity around their business. And for me, I just like, you know, I don't care. I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't care, you know, it's just that I need to do what I feel is right. And at that moment in time, it was just, this is what's right for me and my family. I just, it's just it was just becoming too much. I think that, like
0: I said, I told you before, I think it's really courageous that not only that you made the decision to do what was, what was right for you, because ultimately that's what you did. You made a decision that was, that was right for you, because I agree 100% that there are still some people who keep going because they just don't want to think that they failed. And mm-hmm. you know what? I, I always tell my children that it, it's okay to fail. You will never know success until you've known failure. That's, mm-hmm. that's, you'll, you'll never appreciate it or recognize it. You'll never respect it until you have done something that doesn't work. So every time they try out for a sport or try out for something and they don't make it, I, I know they may not know now because our kids are still in school, but I know that they will understand this at one day, the same way that you and I have. Mm-hmm. But I think that what is so fabulous and that I, what I think that people don't recognize, and that you certainly did, is that your dream can change. Your dream doesn't have to be the same thing that you've dreamt since you were 11 years old. It can amend, be amended, uh-huh. and that's what you did. That that's exactly what you did. So now you no longer have a brick and mortar show uh, store, but you are still an entrepreneur. You are still a small business owner and mm-hmm. you have switched your focus to still selling your inventory clothing, you know, and jewelry only it's online com. So how did you come to amend it? I mean, initially you, you were going to close your store. How did you come to amend it to and change well,
1: it? Uh, so the website is Um, we built that – I've had that website for a long time, um, and I was very – what's the right word? I was procrastinating, and it took me a long time to get moving on building the e-commerce side of that. And I started it during the early days of the pandemic, um, and it took me a while to get moving on it because sometimes if I feel like a task is too big, it takes me a long time to oh, do yeah. that. You're not so a it no, is, girl. Yeah, I got it done. Um, and we started selling online in August and, uh, I made about the decision in November to close the store. And I just thought, you know, I could keep going with the website. You know, I wouldn't obviously sell some of the bulkier items like home goods and whatnot, but it's pretty easy to sell jewelry, clothing, accessories, that kind of thing. Um, so I didn't really know what I was going to do with it. I knew that I was going to keep the website, keep some inventory, um, and just keep going with that and see where it goes. The good thing about the website is that it doesn't require the same amount of overhead that a brick and mortar does. I don't have to have the same amount of staff. I don't have to have um, the same amount of, or same type of inventory. I can, you know, manage my own schedule. It's a bit more flexible for me, uh, which is what I needed at the time. And um, so I was just actually gonna do it from the house but a friend of mine who owns a building in Delray offered up his third floor office space. And I took him up on it. So there's the benefit for this for me right now is that he's not making me sign any long-term lease. I'm just going month to month to see how it works Mm -hmm. and testing the waters out um, and seeing, you know, if this will work for me. And if so, I can, you know, build that and grow that a little bit more, but it's just an, it's a fun way to still stay in the business without, All the stress that came with an actual brick-and-mortar store. So, are you happier now? Oh yeah, that's great. I'm definitely happier. You know, there's times where I miss seeing customers on a regular basis and the the employees that I did have. You know, I miss seeing them. Um, But all in all, yes, I love the flexibility. Summer of 2020 and 2021 were rough. Uh, Not, you know, not being able to do much with my kids and they're getting older and they're going to move on. And I just, you know, I'm, I'm happy that I'm able to see them more. Yeah. You know,
0: you've mentioned your your staffing. And was it surprising to you? Was that like your greatest challenge when you had the brick and mortar? Because you're right. You don't need the same kind of, you don't need the same numbers. You may need sometimes the same types of people for certainly your website, mm-hmm. but you don't need the same numbers.
1: Was that Was that surprising to you? Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely, I mean, I didn't have too much of a problem before COVID. Okay. Um, I had a problem finding a good, reliable manager. Um, but that's on me. I didn't, you know, I was such a, I was so green at everything that putting out the right advertisement, interviewing the right people was something that I just wasn't very good at yet.
0: I think that takes practice. I, I am guilty of the same the same issues. I I was speaking with a with a with a coach, and I was telling her about some of the issues I had, and she said to me, um, "She goes, Anna, I don't want this to just come off sounding mean, but what do you think the problem is?" And I said to her, "It's me. I know it's me. I I'm not when I have to be the boss, and I'm in an organization that already has its runnings. I'm a great boss. I am." But when I'm the one who needs to find somebody to help me be the boss, Mm -hmm. I have a problem doing that. I don't know what I'm looking for. And you make a lot of mistakes. And I think that a lot of of wannabe business owners or especially very um, beginning business owners don't realize exactly what you need to look for because we don't know. We don't know what we're looking for. Therefore, Mm -hmm. we don't know what to look for.
1: You know, I, one of the things that, if I had to do it all over again, um, I don't think I would have bought an established business that was already so big. Looking back on it now, if you if you you know open up a little boutique and it's just you running things, and it, you start small and you're doing your own thing and you're growing by yourself, I think that's how you learn what you're looking for, and that's how you learn different aspects of the business. I jumped in to a monstrosity of a business. I mean, it was a big building with two floors carrying lots of different inventory. I wish that I had started smaller and then grown for myself. I think that I would have come to a better understanding five, six years into it, what I was looking for. I mean, it's hard to be a brand new business owner at a at one-year mark and looking for a manager because I'm still learning myself.
0: Right. Right. So now that you have t- taken this new step and you've gone into the e-commerce world, you were always in the e-commerce world, but now that you're solely in the e-commerce world, mm-hmm. do you know better now? Because um, this is this is a change for you. You've never been solely just this, but do you understand and know better now what you're looking for in in staffing and and who who can help you or how can help you?
1: Yeah, I think that um, definitely five years after owning a business, I know a lot more what to do than I did when I first bought it. Sure. The problem that we run into at this point is that, like I said, the lease was up, COVID happened, and I'm just like, I'm just starting to understand what I'm doing. But I just am at a point where I just cannot keep doing it. Right. So the online store is a way for me to still keep active And maybe someday I will reopen a brick and mortar because I do know a lot more now. And I certainly, if I have the website after, you know, five, four or five years, I certainly would know even more like, okay, this is what I'm going to be looking for in a person. This is the kind of store I want to have. This is the kind of inventory I want to carry. Um, I didn't really have that in my head when I first bought the store. I went in with rose colored glasses, like it was going to be as great for me as it was for the previous owners. And that's just not... um, this is not how it ended up being. well, the
0: previous owners probably did not tell you how difficult it was for them in the no, beginning, of not. right <laughs> And it's interesting because you know you were talking about how how the previous owners there were two of them, right? Mm-hmm. There was and they had each other. and it's it's no secret. We've talked about this on on the podcast before. So you know long time listeners will know that I had a business partner who uh, passed away early into our partnership. he um he died of cancer. And he like within months, within months of his cancer diagnosis, he was diagnosed in October and in the beginning of October and he died in the uh, right before Christmas. It's not as easy as like, you know, going to the business partner store and, you know, getting somebody new because Mm -hmm. when you are running a business and you have partners, you need somebody who is good at what you are not good at. Exactly. You need someone to be able to have a vision, the same the same type of vision as you, the same end goal as you. Mm-hmm. But you also need people like you need to stay in your lane and she needs to stay in her lane or, you know, whatever, vice versa. Jim and I did that very well. And that is not, that is not easy. But I do think that if I went back when I started Alejo 10, 12 years ago, and I when I started Alejo, when, and I will say that, you know, we've, we've changed and we talked about changing and amending. What I am doing now with Alejo is not what I started out doing. Um, I had to figure that out about probably about four or five years into it. And I will uh, credit uh, my business partner, Jim, for helping me figure that out because uh, I wasn't doing a good job of it. I was doing everything. And uh, now I don't. But if I were to do it all over again, I would probably start looking for a business partner before I actually started it. Because it can be very, very lonely to be a business owner. Yes.
1: I mean, I know other retail businesses, uh, people that own other retail businesses that I'm friends with, they, they started off small. They start off by themselves and they grew, but they grew enough to know what they needed. Me right. jumping into this store, this behemoth of a store, I should have had a partner to go into it with right. because I didn't know what I was doing and I didn't know what I was doing all by myself, which is terrible.
0: Yeah. And, and it's scary. It's scary too. But I will say that I have shopped at your brick and mortar and I have actually shopped at your online store too. And I love it. I love your inventory. Um, I'm a huge fan of everything that you have jewelry. Um, I buy things for my daughter as well. There, my daughter shops there as well. So I love it. So one of the things that I want to talk to you or ask you is how can people find you and your store?
1: Uh, it's, it's a www.kiskadeeshop.com. So that's, so it's is a little tropical bird. So it's a bit of a tough thing to spell. Um, previous owners came up with that name. Um, so it's K-I-S-K-A-D-E-E shop.com.
0: Okay. And if that's also listeners, that's also going to be on our website. I'm going to put a linkable clickable link in there for you guys to do it as well. One last question. So it's less. If you were to tell your younger self, give your younger self some advice about starting a business. What do you think would be the the, the main advice, the main little nugget of of knowledge you would, you would give that young Celeste with a young Anna?
1: (laughs) Probably work in the industry for a little while to understand it better. Um, I had some very, very small, quick stints in retail, but I didn't really quite know what I was getting myself into. Um, There's a lot of things I would have done differently with the contract negotiation, but that's a story for another day. (laughs) I'd say get a good advisor, you know, someone who um, can really, really mentor you as you're going along the process. So you know what you're looking for in terms of uh, the contracts that you sign.
0: All right. All sound advice, all really great advice. But I am so excited to talk to you. I'm very happy. Thank you so much for being Thank here. Happy. Really happy we have this conversation, and I'm thrilled because, you know, I see you doing some really successful business things, in you know, adapting and changing. And I think that that is really important for any kind of success, no matter where where you know what you're doing or where you're going you have to be able to adapt and to change and i think that people who don't do that are the ones who have a much harder time so the fact that you that you did adapt and you changed i think is fabulous and i think is courageous
1: so i and, uh, yeah the social media aspect too you got to really plug that that stuff as well
0: Thank you so much. I'm so, you know, Ashley, I know is very, very disappointed. She wasn't here to chit chat with you because, you know, you and she are friends friend as well. So we're very, very excited to have you as our guest and um, I will be shopping once again.
1: All right. Well, thank you, Anna. And thank you listeners
0: for being with us today. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as Celeste and I did. We will see you again in two weeks and Ashley will be with me then. Until then, happy listening.